This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's time for your daily dose of all things Chicago sports. This is the Daily Score. Now, here's your host, Mark Grody. In the midst of all the Bears craziness, just like that, they sneak it in. Pitchers and catchers reporting for training camp. Baseball season, whether you're ready or not, is upon us. And the team that I would like to focus on today is the Chicago Cubs, the team that was 83 and 79 last year, one game out of the wild card, weird season because they kind of choked at the end. They had about a 92% chance of making the playoffs and then they didn't make the playoffs. But it was so weird because the Cubs were 10 games under 500 and then they were 10 games over 500. So they made a big leap and then they regressed again that same season. So that's where the Cubs are. Um, and I want to keep the Cubs talk hot today. I usually talk to my guy, Chris Emma, about the Bears because that's what we do. But Chris Emma covers a crap ton of Cubs games as well. I was the Cubs pre and post game host from 2015 to 2017. He and I have a lot of vested interest in this Chicago Cubs team. And I bring on Emma to discuss those Chicago Cubs. Emma, what up? It doesn't really seem like the Cubs have just as I'm looking at it anyway, it doesn't feel like they have made an off-season jump from where they left off last year. Do you agree with me or do you disagree with that assessment? I mean, well, the Cubs have Cody Bellinger before the Bears have a quarterback decision. I think that's the only <laughs> question right now in Chicago. We do want to bring it full circle to you to the Bears, but look, it's, it's an odd time, right? I mean, this team is stepping into spring training, which is, you know, pitchers and catchers reporting day is a day of hope. And it's, one of your baseball fans, you mark on the calendar and say, here it is. You start thinking about opening day in that lineup, and it just it feels so incomplete with the Cubs right now. It felt like that but a couple weeks back at Cubs convention where it's kind of the grand reveal. Here's your 2024 Chicago Cubs, and you're missing that star right now. That guy is Cody Bellinger. He's still out there. Uh, it's one of those odd Boris free agent moments where he's just waiting for that price. It, it's, it's a standoff at this point as it's been – Looking for years back with Bryce Harper with Manny Machado. They took it into late February. This is the way it works. It's frustrating. I know Jed Hoyer is probably at his wit's end of waiting and checking his phone and just wondering, when can you really look at this team as a complete package? But right now, it's just kind of the waiting game still going here, even as spring training begins. I mean, no matter what, they're 
even if they don't bring back Bellinger, which obviously I think a lot of us are holding out hope that they do as we, you know, enter the ninth inning of, of free agency and before the season starts, if they don't sign Bellinger, I mean, I'm looking at their depth chart right now. It's PCA, it who they just can't depend on at this point. Um, Michael Talkman, um, <laughs> Morell. I don't know. Like that's a real situation. Like if they're going all in and depending on getting Bellinger here, it seems like they might be in trouble on the outfield. Jed Hoyer's kind of used this thing he said off in this offseason about, you know, when asked about Bellinger and about how this team gets better, saying, well, you know, it's got to come from within. And he's talked about Justin Steele as a guy nobody expected much of last year who really broke onto the scene as a Cy Young candidate. And, you know, he and Carter Hawkins are pointing out guys on this team right now saying, you know, Pete Crow Armstrong, he could have a big year for this team. Michael Bush, guys like that. But it doesn't really inspire hope because there's so many ifs and buts and variables that just – you need everything to go right if you want to rise into being a true contender. And, and this team just has such little margin for error right now without a guy like Cody Bellinger. Like, that's the beauty of bringing in somebody like that, a former MVP, a guy who you know, really reclaimed his career last season. It is You feel great about what he means, not just for middle of the order, but for the rest of this group. It takes less uh, – it takes pressure off a guy like a PCA who right now is your everyday center fielder. And it takes pressure off of Michael Bush who was a – Nice pickup for this team, but you don't really know if you can rely on that completely. Like, there's just there's so many of those variables right now without a guy like you, Cody Bellinger. I appreciate what Jed Hoyer said, and he's right in terms of how they can improve from within. But it's going to take a lot of good fortunes if you're going to hit have those improvements and make it for a team goes from 83 wins to being a legitimate contender. And right now, it's just again, it's wait and see right now. Yeah, they're not that nice. That's the way they're like. I look at their team and I like. I know that we've been pretty cynical throughout this so far. I mean, I look at them and I say, eh, it's not bad. It's it's okay. You know, it's uh, you know, you still have Swanson and Horner. Um, you still have Justin Steele coming off a terrific, you know, you talk about a great year last year at Hendricks and Pion and the signing of uh Shota Imanaga. It's definitely like fine. But it doesn't really jump out at you. One of the things, and you kind of alluded to it right there, um, that even I heard Jed Hoyer discussing, it feels like, and I don't know if this is a grand proclamation by them, maybe it's just something that teams say, it really does feel like they are depending on some of the guys that they have on their team right now to either get to the next level or have some of these younger guys develop. And I will say, for example, can Seiya Suzuki maintain excellence for an entire season? Because we certainly saw some of it last year, the, the up and downs of Seiya Suzuki. Can he, can he get to that level? Can Hap stay at a certain level? We know Swanson can. I think Horner probably has another shift left in him. We know what Jan Gomes gives to them. But I don't know who he's talking about other than maybe some of those prospects that exist right now, like Kate Horton, uh, Kevin Alcantara, Matt Shaw, the kid that they drafted last year. Who do you think the Cubs are depending on that is on this roster to make a jump um, to get to the Cubs to the next level, if that is what Jed Hoyer thinks they can do? 
Yeah, I, I think you liken it back to 2015 when they had all these young guys come up. You had a guy in Anthony Rizzo who was already on the scene, but Chris Bryant comes up and Addison Russell and Kyle Schwarber was it came up and so you had all these guys kind of uh, come up at once and bring this youth infusion. And it's apples to oranges, obviously, but this is a rich farm system with a ton of guys, double A AA to triple A, who can be up next season. You talk about impact players right from the banner and a PCA who you love to see in a perfect world lighted up in spring training. And he's in your everyday lineup to start of the season. And on from there, you talk about Matt Shaw, a guy late in the season who could be maybe even mid season. You're starting third baseman if things go right. Uh, there's a lot of different factors involved with those young guys that you're hoping step in because I, I like what they have for a, a lineup right now. I really actually do like the rotation quite a bit, one through five. Or if you want to take it one through seven or eight, you got a lot of really good options there. Uh, Eddie Hector Norris was a great pickup for the bullpen. I like what they have in the back end to close out a game. And I like Craig Council to manage that bullpen. So I feel good about this whole team. I don't feel great. And I don't even know yeah. if I feel great if they do get Bellinger, which you're still yeah. kind of hoping in your you know, back pocket. He, he's your guy. He comes out and he's a cub. But uh, I like where this team can trend. But like I said, Grody, it's just there's so many variables in play of you need this to go right and that to go right. And so many young guys you're really counting on to make that great leap and help this team out. And I don't see enough veteran compliments to really feel like they're going to take off this season right now. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The Matt Mervis train has been very quiet since uh, he came up with all that adulation and then kind of went back down with his tail between his legs. I see a scenario this year where just kind of out of nowhere he will get – I don't expect him to be with the big league team to begin this season – but I got to believe that they still have as much hope for Matt Mervis, even though the 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 little sample size wasn't particularly good. I still got to believe that they're thinking, yeah, this guy's still the truth. Don't you think so? Or do you think they're done with him? I think they're done with him, to be honest. He'll get really? Spring training. Yeah, I, I think maybe if he goes out there and plays really well in spring training, he breaks the roster if he's your DH. But they like Michael Bush. This is the guy they acquired – and they gave up a good prospect in Ferris to get him, but they really believe in Michael Bush, and they're slotting him in right now as your first baseman. If you get Bellinger and PCA, this is the perfect scenario, but if PCA goes out there and lights it up in spring training and you do have Bellinger back, maybe Bush is your third baseman at that point, and he plays more so there. But um, right now they're penciling in Michael Bush, and that's another lefty power hitter, active bat first baseman, not as great defensively, kind of like Mervis. So – uh, I think Bush has essentially replaced Mervis, but we hmm. haven't really committed that DH spot. Uh, Morell is kind of the guy you look at, but I like his versatility. I think he could be kind of that, that power-hitting super utility guy, which is a great luxury to have in my mind. Uh, I don't know. Mer Mervis has a lot to prove. I, I think deep down inside, the Cubs kind of realized he was a he was a AAA success story, but he's not necessarily a guy who can light it up in the majors. What's your comfort level with the Cubs starting pitching? I really like that group, and a lot of it does rely on Justin Steele sustaining at that level where he was a true Cy Young candidate because 
I mean, he was one of the top 10 pitchers in baseball last season. And it's, it's hard to find those guys. You got to spend a lot of money in free agency usually to get one of those guys. And, you know, Blake Snell, who did win the Cy Young, is still out there. But uh, you weren't really scrambling to get starting pitching for this group. And you look at how they can round out their best five. I mean, Justin steals your ace right now going into the year. Uh, obviously, you got Kyle Hendricks back. Jameson Tyone, I expect a big bounce back from. Uh, really excited to see what Jordan Wicks can bring. I, I think mm. he's the guy they're really counting on and believe in. And he looked good in a small sample size last September. So I, I'm eager to see what he can do. And if he becomes, you know, bottom of the rotation guy rising up to the top. And obviously, Kota Imanaga. This is a guy who's got really impressive stuff. Cubs are really high on this guy. So they, they needed to get that one big starting pickup here this offseason. And they did. It's a guy they really believe in. And uh, I'm excited to see what he can make. The pitching philosophers, what they call him. So uh, I- I'm excited to see what he brings in terms of that pitch selection and how it mixes into the majors. Emma, it's always great to talk to you. I think we made it through this segment without talking about I think you made one reference to the Bears. I didn't know if it was going to be possible, but we did. Who, who's your starting center for next year? Let's get right into <laughs> it. Uh, how about Jackson Powers Johnson or Zach Frazier from West Virginia? I'm doing my homework as we're as we're talking right now. I'm getting ready for the combine, buddy. Combine's coming up, buddy. Let's go. <laughs> Chris Emma, he's the best. Emma, thanks for joining us, man. Take care. That's Chris Emma from 670 The Score and 670thescore.com. Follow Chris Emma on Twitter at CMA670 covers the Bears, covers covers everything. That's what he does. He's all purpose for 670 to score. That's why I love having him on. And we can talk baseball and leave the Bears alone for a second. We won't ditch the Bears for long, though. Trust me, we will continue to discuss the Bears a shit ton here on the Daily Score. Thanks to everybody for listening. Thanks for watching. Appreciate you guys subscribing and making this thing possible. You should subscribe, like, all that kind of stuff. If you like the content you're hearing, because that'll keep things going a little bit longer. Thanks to Ray Diaz for producing the show. I'm Mark Grody for The Daily Score. Goodbye.